You're listening to The Confidence Podcast, your one-stop shop for motivation, inspiration, and confidence to help you boldly and bravely take action on your dreams. I'm your host, Trish Blackwell, and I teach entrepreneurs and dream chasers to take action on the dream God put on their hearts. I empower go-getters to get past their stubborn insecurities so they can crush their goals, outgrow their fears, and create prosperity in their businesses and lives. It's time to rise and shine. Let's dive deep. Hey guys, welcome to the Confidence Podcast episode number 281. I'm your host, Trish Blackwell, and your confidence coach. It's my job to help you remember to keep taking action, to never stop believing in yourself, and to have the confidence and courage to live with boldness and bravery as you pursue that God-given dream that he has put on your heart to make an impact in this world in a way that matters. It's my honor and privilege to come and hang out with you in these podcast airwaves every Tuesday. If you're a new listener, I want to welcome you. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. I hope you subscribe. That's the way that you never miss an episode, never miss an update. I might be throwing in some new episodes, so don't just count on coming back on Tuesdays. If you've ever been encouraged by this show, I want to just personally uh, just ask today the best way to give to give me love back. So the best way to express your gratitude is to hit that subscribe button and to write a review. And if you really want to love on other people, share this with a friend because you know what I learned recently? Only 17% of Americans listen to podcasts on a regular weekly basis. While 67% know what a podcast is, only 44% of them know how to get to one. So everyone has a smartphone and they, we've got them the podcast app embedded in, but chances are, even if you've recommended a podcast to your friend, your friend might be one of two people who don't know how to access that. So love on a friend, open up them, not just to my podcast, but to the world, the amazing, encouraging, learning library of podcasts. So make sure the next time you recommend a podcast or when you're at work, take your friend's phone, show them where that podcast app, whether you listen through iTunes, the podcast app, Stitcher Radio, but show a friend, spread the love, and you're going to be I think opening doors to their life that they didn't even know were there right in their pocket. So um, in this episode specifically, we're talking about something I promised last week to be talking about. I'm really, this is a topic I think we can all revisit on a consistent basis, and that is how to believe that who you are and what you do matters. Oh, such a deep, deep concept. And the reality is that what we're, we all have experienced self-doubt and insecurity and so more specifically in this episode which by the way you guys you can always get the show notes in um at my website so if you're driving on the treadmill and I ever say something you're like ah I want to write that down don't worry chances are it already is written down for you just go to trishblackwell.com forward slash 281 and those, you'll get the show notes there. You can find any of my podcast episodes by their title number at the end of Trish Blackwell. So trishblackwell.com forward slash 281. Specifically in this podcast, in episode 281, we're going to be talking about, well, what, what's promised, how to believe that who you are matters, why we we don't believe that in the first place, how we lose sight of that. We're going to be talking about how it's so easy that we can forget what really matters in life and how to overcome that. And then what are some of my strategies to do that? And then we're going to talk about what's the number one way, what's the number one thing that you need to do to consistently 
uh, as you climb the mountain, as you're in the, in the mountaintop and the valleys of your life, ups and downs, how to really believe that you matter and that what you do matters and that you can make, truly make a world-class impact. So before we dive in, I do want to just do a one brief shout out to all my Keep the Faith listeners. You guys, thanks for being a part of this extended part of this community of, of contagious encouragement. And finally, one final sponsorship note. I do, I'm so proud of my partnership with Beauty Counter. And if you haven't yet tried Beauty Counter, I don't know what's holding you up. You are missing out on amazing, non-toxic, clean self-care I'm obsessed with it. I'm just obsessed with it. So do yourself a favor. Go to beautycounter.com forward slash Trish Blackwell and treat yourself. Seriously, you, um, you'd be surprised at, at what products are on the shelves that are not safe and that are actually harmful to your health. And I, chances are, if you're a go-getter, if you're listening to a show like this, you're probably pretty mindful about your food choices. You're probably pretty intentional about exercise. So why are you why are why isn't this as important uh, in your health? And that was for me is what really made me go, oh well, shoot, I never thought about it that way. And I started doing that, and I've seen a significant difference in how I feel and in my health and my self care, and in my toxic exposure. So, beautycounter.com forward slash Trish Blackwell. I would love to share better, safer beauty with you. All right, let's dive into this concept of 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 why we lose sight of ourselves and why we. Um, well, don't think that we matter. And I think it's we get beaten down. We get beaten down by the world. We lose our sight of value. And we believe this that we don't have value in the first place, sometimes because of our backgrounds, sometimes because of teachers, because of parents, because of circumstances, because of comparison. But I think if as an adult, when we realize we have control over our thoughts, and, and I know that you've probably read enough personal development books or listened to enough coaching or podcasts on the 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 potential that you have within you right so you may have heard that wow, I've got all this potential well then the question becomes well how do I open up the gates of that potential how do I unlock that and I and I think it's it's you knowing that you matter you you have to believe that you matter today not you matter today for who you are not for who you're becoming not for what you weigh not for how much money you make and we lose sight of our value because we get sucked in by comparison we get sucked in by overwhelm and we get sucked in by purpose purpose I, I think, I don't know if I made this word up actually, y'all, like purposelessness. So loss of purpose or underwhelm. So overwhelm, and we mentioned this a little bit in episode 280, the difference between overwhelm and underwhelm and that, that underwhelm is this sort of resignation of life of what's the point and can I, who am I to think? that I could make a difference. Who am I to think that I'm anything but average? We, we lose sight in, of, of our value and, and in its, it can be really, really toxic. And, it, and, it, and it, what it does is it flatlines our impact. And so it, and when, when you do in, in engage in any of these things, comparison, so uh, comparing your journey and your story to somebody else's highlight reels. You never see what's actually going on. You never see their behind the scenes. You don't, you don't get to go into their heart or their brain and know how they're thinking or what they're thinking or if they're happy. That comparison or overwhelm, maybe you just keep yourself so busy that you're constantly, for me, this was really true. I really struggled with, actually I've struggled with all three of these if I was totally honest. Mostly the first two, sometimes that third one, um, but that comparison definitely something I was I always battled um, because I was so competitive and I thought I had to earn my way right. And I had to be super special in order to be special, or overwhelm was I would just pack myself in with responsibilities and obligations and being busy to think, well, okay, well I'm going to be so busy and so productive 
that and so obsessed with results that of course I'm going to be special. Like I had this deep drive to be special and I, and it's because we all do. It's, and it's, that's good. That's our human, basic human need that God put in us because we are special because we are children of God, because we were made with purpose. But it it can feel overwhelming when you, you feel like you're lost in the sea of billions of people. And you have to ask yourself these pretty esoteric questions of do I matter and why? And I love these questions because you guys, what they really do is they point you back to God. For for me, I I wrestled through the comparison, the overwhelm, and then the underwhelm, the what's the point? I'm too far gone. I'm just average. Who am I to make an impact? Like, I shouldn't even try. Like I went through, I went through all three stages, so to speak, really. And, And then what they did is they brought me to my knees. They made me go back to really wrestling with my relationship with God of who do I believe God is? Who do I believe I am in relation to him? And what do what I believe, the, what's the value of that relationship in my life? And for me, that's where I find my purpose. That's where I found my my grounding of my value, where I get reminded that I, I was created with intention. I may not always understand it. I may wish I was four, four you know, inches taller and, you know, have different circumstances. But I, I, I trust, I get to walk in faith and go, those aren't my details to work out, right? It releases me from some of the comparison. It releases me from the overwhelm. It releases me from the underwhelm. And it goes back to when I'm not, when I know that I, I'm not sure why I value, I can always go back to that because I am loved and because I am here right? And so it's easier said than done. But I think if you ever have struggled with this, with comparison, with overwhelm, with underwhelm, with feeling like you've lost your value in yourself and that you question, do I have purpose? Do I have value? I, I, I love it. I think it's a good place to be rather than be frustrated. I used to be frustrated that I was in that place. I, I say we fall on our knees with gratitude for, wow, thank you, Lord, for opening my heart to realize that I need to figure this out. I I get to grow in this area. I get to grow in my faith and my belief that I do matter. It's never too late to, to learn this. You're never too far gone to start to learn to believe this. We can always change how we think. We can always change how we what we believe. And what a cool opportunity that we have right now when we struggle with these things to say, wow, I thought I was pretty strong in thinking that, uh, that but it looks like I still can grow in this area. And rather than be upset about an area of growth, that's something to be excited about. It's just like, you know, like I look at my podcast app and my, my, my audiobooks app and I or like I walk into a bookstore or a library. You know that nerd, inner nerd in you that comes out? You're like, oh so much to learn like that is so exciting learning is exciting because it lights up this fire of engagement and 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 confidence in us and it's the same thing about what you can look at when you get to learn that wow I have a new area of growth don't beat yourself up for it be excited about it it's awesome it's a good place to be and you know as we continue this I want to I want to share with you the best words a mentor ever said to me and if you're on my email list you you might have seen an email about this um, sent out last week to encourage you but for me it was a really a true turning point in my life that sent me down a different path that that skyrocketed me into really believing wait I do matter and it and it and it may be odd to say but there it really I'm not sure if there's been a more powerful phrase to me than when I heard a mentor say Trish you can make a world-class impact with your life. And it was interesting. It was said to a lot of people at one time. He didn't actually say my name. I mean, he did later because he became my mentor later. But I first heard this in a, in a conference. At the, I was at the back of the room. It was this, wait, what? I can, yeah, but I'm 30. Like, or I think I was 27 at that point. 
I'm 27. I can't, I'm, it's too far gone. I can't make the Olympics now. Whatever I had these preconceived notions of what impact meant, I was like, what? It's not too late. I still matter. I can still make a world-class impact with my life. I can positively change the lives of others by being my best self. It was just a few words, but you guys, it changed everything because I'd given up on being special. I'd thrown in the towel on ever breaking myself free from my insecurities, from my emotional eating binges. I'd resigned myself to feel like a fraud. I'd, you know, at that point too, I had been, I had gone through a lot. I had a, you know, toxic uh, relationship. I had been abused. I had been broke and like completely not a penny to my name. Uh, broke as in owed my parents $10,000 and had to live back in their house after I moved out, you know, I went to boarding school at 14 and then I had to move back in at 24. <laughs> it was talk about humbling, right? I felt like a fraud. I was, I felt I, I, sexual assault, rape, like near death experiences. Like I as I was pretty raw at this point. I felt washed up, average, unnoticeable, forgettable. I thought it was too late for me and that was too far gone. But, but his words when I was in that conference room and then later when he said them to me, they shook something loose in me that day. It was a turning point. I journaled that night. I remember journaling that night about dreaming again. And I decided to make my life matter. I decided to show up for the calling God put on my life. I didn't know where to start or even even how to begin. So I just started by believing that I could change and that it could affect the, affect change in this world as a result. And so I want, I want to encourage you today as you listen to today's podcast to stop waiting for your turning point. Stop waiting for the sign that you're enough because you're never going to get that sign. That The only person that's telling you in this world that you're not enough is your mind. You are enough. You are adequate. You don't need to be more ready to start whatever you're doing. You just have to be willing to show up. God doesn't, doesn't call the, the qualified, he qualifies the called. If you've got a dream and you just show up, you'll figure it out. You're not on your own on this. It's not you against the world. You've got somebody backing you. Now is your time. Now is the moment to rise up and activate that impact you've yearned for in your heart, which I really do believe is a God-given one. You know, and I'm going to ask you, God's given you a vision. Will you show up for it? And by the way, here's this total just footnote, if you're not sure how or where to start, don't worry, I've got, I've got you. Like, I, this is the exact type of stuff I coach on with my members of the College of Confidence. So if that's something you need, here, just jump on over collegeofconfidence.com or go to trishblackwell.com forward slash college. Come join us and then we'll rise and shine together in a way that moves the world. You don't have to figure this out on your own. That's what's exciting. Um, you really don't. Uh, it's just, a, it's a, it's a really, uh, it's a great place to be when you realize that you don't have to keep overthinking. You don't have to keep feeling small. You don't have to keep playing small, that you are enough and that you can shine and be be ready, that you, you, you matter, that you matter and that your impact matters. So now, now that we know why we don't believe that we have value, let's go on to the next thing that trips a lot of us up and that, that makes us lose our self-belief. And that is, we get distracted and we forget to prioritize ourselves and we lose ourselves. So how is it that we lose ourselves in this way? How do we forget what really matters in life? And it's because we get distracted. We, we forget to prioritize what matters and we forget that, that sometimes prioritizing what matters means it's two to three minutes 
of our day. Like for example, when I I am taking care of myself and doing high, many of you know, and maybe you don't, that I'm a marathon runner and I sometimes do endurance triathlons and I've done an Ironman and listen, that's rough on the body. And it's hard to you know, to, to allow for those that much time to work out. And then on top of it to say, oh, I need to do 10 minutes or 15 minutes of myofascial work on my body so that I don't have injury. And so it's interesting that I recently have had some hip bursitis and plantar fasciitis inflammation in my, my, my right side of my body, which are, they're definitely connected. And it's because I've increased my intensity of my runs and my, my total mileage per week, my mileage went up to about 60 miles a week. And because I'm trying to do that and squeeze that in around work and family and you guys it was you know it went you went what went by the wayside was my foam rolling my stretching the 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 things that I know I need to do the icing the the just general self-care that comes with when you start to run that high mileage and what is so interesting is you know if you don't do that you end up getting injured and I didn't I had to take a few days off from running and um as a result I am now thankful because I'm reminded gosh Trish just three minutes a day three minutes a day can keep me injury free. This, these don't have to be tremendous amount of things that we're reprioritizing in our minds to that are going to make a long term impact. Imagine what three minutes of day spent with God is going to do for your relationship with Him. What five minutes a day of reading a personal growth book or journaling? And you because and, I know that you probably have said to yourself, "Well, I'd like to do all things these things. I just don't have time." And you think, I, oh, "I need twenty minutes. I need a full thirty minutes." You don't. You sometimes really just need a pocket of five minutes. And so, when you're thinking about prioritizing what matters, I think it's really important that you think it doesn't have to be a big amount of time. A little bit of showing up. The two three minutes can be profound, and so how do I how do I fight distraction? How do I fight the loss of prioritization? How do I fight the desire to compare myself to others? Well, I make that daily priority prioritization to choose the right things. I work at it. I also work at simplification. I work at slowing down. I, I know that the secret is in simplicity, and that that I, it's easy to fill yourself with activities and 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 productivity and things and busyness but is that fulfilling no so I I have to continually ask myself what is important and what is important now because you can always find something to do the problem is is that when you're always finding something to do you're never actually doing anything that matters to you and you never feel that deep connection or you never feel like you're rooting into something which then can make you feel lost or just unrooted right and when you don't feel like you belong it's hard to believe that you matter And so I think there's something to be said for saying, for taking the time to dig roots into where you live right now. Even if, I don't care if maybe you're moving in a a month, I don't even mean it's about where you live, but it is in some ways about where you live and where you're planted and just allowing yourself to be in the day and in the moment. It's not always about looking forward. And so um, I also work at it by filling the buckets that matter to me every day. And I was recently working with a client on this and we talked about how to balance life and how to really fit everything in because it's a struggle and I, it really, it really can be a challenge. And I, I, I broke it down to her the way I want to break it down to with you that works for me. And I do it a couple different ways, but for me to remind myself what matters, I have to make sure 
that I don't get overwhelmed. And for me to remember that the little things that do matter, the two minutes invested here, the three minutes invested there, the showing up online for my for, for my community, the encouraging word and letter to a friend, that the that all that 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 matters and that um, it's gonna have a compound effect. I have to make sure I'm filling all the buckets in my life that matter to me every day. Because if I'm looking at the wholeness of my life, I'm only giving partially to one part, I'm gonna become out of balance. It's really hard to be a whole giving fully engaged person when you're only filling one part of your life. So I look at my buckets, I've got five buckets that I want to fill every day, no matter what. And when you think when you hear me say this, I want to let you know, I've had to resize my buckets, I used to think gallons, right gallon size buckets. No, these are like pint size buckets. And so again, a little bit goes a long way, because a little bit every day, ends up being that gallon size bucket. So for me, the my five buckets are God, which would be my soul, Brandon, which is my marriage, Ellie and Baker, which are my children, me, which is my health, my physical, my emotional, my intellectual, my social, and then number five is others, which is my business, my neighbors, my community. So another way you could look at it, if that, if that, and again, some days I look at it that way, like have I done all five buckets? And some days I ask myself, did I fill my soul today? Did I fail today? Because these are all things I want to do. Did I fill my soul today? Did I fail today? Did I grow today? Did I learn today? Did I show up today? Did I laugh today? And did I love today? If I can say yes to all of those things, I can look at that day and say, today was well lived. Because I think one of the reasons that we can get discouraged and say that what we do doesn't matter, that we're not getting any traction, or that who, you know, we get in this, who am I to make a difference, is that we convince ourselves that we're not doing enough because that's the biggest lie possible it's not you can continually keep changing that it's a finish line that keeps moving that you're always behind and you're never doing enough so if that's how you're measuring if you're worth if you have any worth or that if you have something of value to deliver well then you're never going to have worth or value but I'm telling you right now today that you are doing enough and these questions for me at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day, if I'm like, okay, how am I going to thrive today? I ask myself, how can I fill my soul today? How can I fail today? How can I grow today? How can I learn today? How can I show up today? How can I laugh today? How can I love today? And you might be like, all right, well, that's all really great, Trish, but like, what, give me a real example. How can I love today? I love, like today I'm going to surprise my husband with his favorite, one of his favorite dinners. Like that's a small way of love. Another way I can love today is stop and have small conversations with people um, at the gym or at the grocery store. Another way I can, one of the ways I can learn today is I can, like today, instead of listening to music when I worked out, I turned on a French podcast so I could expand my, my French vocabulary. And I love, I love language that, that creatively sparked something in me. And I'm going to read tonight instead of watching TV. So those are little ways I can learn. And again, it's what's like, you can kind of just, these are all very teeny microscopic decisions that will be major life hacks in the, in your grand scheme of really believing that who you are and what you do matters. And here's one other way to look at it. Simpler way, more even boiling it down and like simplifying as much as possible is, did I learn and did I love? Ask yourself that every day. And if you've done that, you've done enough. And if you've done enough, then well, then you know you matter, you know what you're doing matters, and you know that you are enough. 
And for me, another way, you know, again, I'm just trying to give you different ways to look at it because I think what's going to resonate with you is what what really matters, right? Um, and you might have to play around with what really resonates with you and and fills this for you. But um, for me, I, I ask myself, did I pick up a book? Did I read an interesting article? I also ask myself, did I spend time with God or in worship or in giving thanks? I, I love to write. I feel fulfilled from that. So I ask myself, did I write? I ask myself daily, did I laugh in love with my children? Um, another one that's really important to me is, did I spend quality time with my husband? Um, another one is, did I engage my creativity and my heart in my business? I also ask, did I help encourage or help anyone else? For me, again, boiled down, it's really loving and learning. I wasted years doing what didn't matter, trying to just be productive and busy. And I want to live differently. I want to live in such a way that it is a terrific adventure. It is a life that makes a difference. Here's what I know. I know that love is all that matters. Lead and live with love in your personal life, in your business, in your fitness and health pursuits, in your relationships, in in everything. And you will never feel unfulfilled. What's so cool about love is love never runs out. It actually just multiplies. Think about this. When you have your first child, you're like, I'm not, I don't think I could ever love another human being anymore. Like my love, my capacity of my heart is overflowing. Like it's not possible to love more. Well, then you get another child and you're like, oh my God, my heart grew. <laughs> like, right? Love multiplies. There is no scarcity of love. That's what's so cool. It is from a never, never ending, overflowing resource. God has infinite resources and it's all love. And, you know, and, and I've found when it comes in relationship, you know, you might have heard me mention that in your, your fitness and your health pursuits, that love matters. I have found with my own self and with my clients that the more we root ourselves in love, the more free we are to find balance with our health. You can find freedom from emotional eating if you love yourself and you learn to love life. You find freedom from self-sabotage. You find the ability to love and exercise as if it was just fun, not a punishment or workout. Because it's just this concept of love truly can apply to every aspect of your life and it changes everything. You know, so for for you, I want to close today's session out and podcast out with to believe that you really matter. I suggest that you go, but you go back to what actually really matters. The one thing that matters. And that is love. You were created in love by being who is love and for love. Our hearts are filled when we spread love. When we walk in our calling, when we show up as our best selves and we shine light into the places and lives in this world that need hope and encouragement, we thrive. We are in the flow. And so you don't matter. I need you to know that you don't matter because of what you do, because of who you were born to, because of where you live, because of what school you went to, because of what you accomplished, because of how much you weigh, how pretty you are, or how strong you are, or how funny you are, or you aren't, or how many friends you have, or how much money you have, or how successful you are. But hey, let's be honest, what is success actually? Because who actually measures it? You matter because you are loved and you have the capacity to increase the light of love in this world by simply shining. I think it really can really simplify this. How do you know that you matter? Because because you are loved and because you can spread love. That really is it. It answers a lot and it simplifies everything. And you know, I I, I do want to I want to I want to reach out to you guys and just just I've been so humbled and moved in the last 2 weeks. Um, 
gosh, what an experience we had at Johns Hopkins Hospital. My son was born with a, um, a birth defect, and so we had to wait a year for that to get fixed. So we had a pretty invasive surgery this past year or this past week. And um, the whole experience was eye-opening and humbling. And, you know, you go to the children's wing of a hospital, and um, we were there overnight and had um, the privilege and honor of seeing a lot of families who were there for weeks on end. And you see and hear stories, and uh, wow, I mean, it, it was a beautiful experience being around so much love, so much hope, so much hurt as well. And it, it, it put things into perspective for what to give thanks for, for what to have gratitude over. But also for me, it was, it was a beautiful experience to have fear, to, to be a parent and feel helpless. And it was, it was beautiful and stressful, I want to be honest, but to be loved on by strangers, even just the person who I got coffee from that day, even the nurses, the, the anesthesiologists and the the, the people who, the, the kindness of strangers who were willing to, in your point of feeling most fearful, most vulnerable, most uncertain, just said, we're here for you. We're going to love your little boy. We're going to take care of him. Hey, we're going we're gonna to encourage you. And don't worry, it's all going to be okay. And this, this just community in, within the medical community that just loves on you. And, you know, I, I, I just, I, I am just so blown away by the love of strangers by the small acts and the way that when someone, like I'm amazed at the medical field and people who give and serve others as a full-time profession, right? You have no idea. You're just doing your job. I get it. You have no idea the impact you're making on the lives of your patients. And it's hard to express when you're in such a deep emotional turmoil, right? And just you're, you just want your, your baby to be okay. I'm never going to forget those nurses who, who helped us and who loved on us and who encouraged us and who played with my baby. And I just want to, I just want to remind you that Again, it all goes back to love. And you cannot measure the impact of the love that you're giving and shining in someone's life. You know, and also, you know, looking around and being in the waiting room and at the hotel and we got to spend some time with some families at the Ronald McDonald House encouraging them and spending time with them. It's amazing. You on the outside, we guys, we never know anyone's story. You never know what power a compliment, a word of kindness, or a, a word of encouragement, or just a, hey, I hope you have a hope-filled day. I hope today is filled with good news. What kind of statements that can mean for somebody? We met people who had some really tragic things going on, and you just you just don't know someone's story, and you don't know their pain. And so I just know that, again, it simplifies it. Love's the answer. You are needed out there. That's why I know you matter. And you know, um, you never know if your your one statement of you showing up that love act of love and kindness, whether it's going to have a small impact or a major impact. It might have a colossal impact. I won't forget those nurses. They don't know that. On the outside, people are tough. You never know what's going on inside. But love is always the right thing, and it always makes an impact. And I'll tell you, there is. Um, you know, we we were in. We live about an hour and a half away from Baltimore, so we had to stay overnight. And um, we, our family, it was middle of the week. Our family was all working. Everyone's busy, and so we were in recovery. Baker did great in his surgery. It was about four hours, and he came out and he was doing great. And um, you know, my like my husband and I were like on the brink of tears. And then my Brandon actually went to go fill some prescriptions at the pharmacy, and so he was gone for a little bit. And I had a nurse come by and said, um, you know. Uh, uh, Trish, you have a, um, a visitor. And I said, oh, no, 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 we don't. <laughs> it must be my husband. Send it back. They go, no, it's not your husband. You have a, a visitor, a Tom, a Tom Anderson. I said, who? 
No, that can't be. It was my father-in-law. And my, here's what I know about my father-in-law. My father-in-law wakes up at 3 o'clock in the morning and drives from Fredericksburg, Virginia, two hours north to D.C. to work all day. At this point, it was about 4 or 5 p.m. And if you're not familiar with D.C. versus Baltimore at <laughs> traffic time, it's about another hour and a half drive. This man, just to show his, com- his – just to be there, just to give us a hug, drove an hour and a half after a 12-hour day of work – and drove the wrong direction of going home to be there with us for 30 minutes to then drive home took him four hours to get home on a random Wednesday night and what I love about that is I mean we were moved to tears we were like you have no idea how wonderful it is for you to just just to go see just to show up for his grandson in the recovery room and it was it, was, it wasn't practical and it wasn't expected I mean it blew me away and what I, the reason I'm sharing that with you is I'm never going to forget that. And, and, and Tom, you know, for Tom, it meant a couple extra hours on the road and some drive, a very inconvenient day. But that inconvenience, I'm going to remember for decades. That you, it's, even though love is not convenient, love is always the right thing to do. And, and, and again, you people can't, you can never measure. I can't explain to Tom that colossal gesture what that meant from Brandon and I as far as encouraging it's hard to express especially when you're feeling vulnerable and you're uncertain of what recovery looks like and you just it's you know you're at a loss to even express yourself emotionally and someone just shows up and is present you didn't have to do anything you just had to be next to us and so even if you're like well I don't know what to do you just have to be there like it's crazy how simple love can be and it still has a profound impact you don't have to do it there's no right or wrong way to do it it's just that, like Bob Goff says, love does. And when do we love everybody, anyone? We love everyone and always. And it's not convenient, but it's always always the right and the most powerful thing we can do. And you guys, it is for that reason that I am absolutely, unequivocally convinced that you matter. That you matter, that who you are matters, and that what you do matters. Because everyone needs needs someone like that to show up for them, to love on them, to send, to be just to, to be a word of, of love, of encouragement. So tune out the lie that you don't matter. That you are yeah, because I need to tell you, you are not lost in a sea of people. There is a sea of people around whom you are swimming and who need your light and encouragement. If you act with love, even the smallest act of love. You're changing the world. Even if no one sees it. Even if just one person sees it. Even if one person, even if it was Tom loving on us. That love, that ripple effect of love, could, he, it, it goes on. He is beginning, he's blessing others forward by his simple selfless decision to, to, to visit us in the hospital, right? It's a beautiful thing. If you, and here's what's so cool. You think about this, and I watched this happen in a hospital. A hospital, especially in a surgery center of the hospital, in the children's wing, you see a lot of things. You see a lot of stressed parents. I also saw some beautiful things. I saw little gifts and toys and charities that had different things out for siblings of, of, of kids. And there's a lot of waiting, right, that comes with sick children. And the amount of small details that goes into love to make people smile is incredible and smiles are healing for the soul and if you spread a smile it gets passed on for miles and I want to ask you do you think that your smile by starting a smile this domino effect that your smile could be spread around the world 
So I want to I leave you with this. I'm inspired by, I'm moved by, and inspired by kindness, by generosity, by courage, by hope, by optimism. And I think one of the starting points to ask yourself is what are the traits that move and inspire you? What are the traits that move you? Now go and follow, identify those for me. Again, kindness, generosity, hope, love. And then say, I'm going to speak. I'm going to live by those and make those the core of who you are. And when you do those and they become the, the, a core part of who you are and what you stand for, that those are the traits that inspire and move you, you will inspire and move the world as a result. And you're never going to feel the weight of this uncertainty or self-doubt that, that lies to you and tells you that you don't matter because you do. Because you're going to know, oh, wait, I do because I know it's the unseen things that I do, the unseen ways I love that are making a deep, deep impact in this world beyond what I can measure or see, but I know that it's there. So I want to ask you, what can you do today to love more? And what will you do tomorrow to love more? And on that note, I'm going to two announcements before we dive into our listen to the episode. Guys, we all need community. We all need a coach. We all need to be pushed and held accountable to keep showing up as the best versions of ourselves. And I want you to know, if you've been looking for that, you, you found it. You found it in the College of Confidence. You have found it as the place where faith-motivated people, faith-motivated dreamers go to get more coaching, more accountability, and more support and to be cheered on as they pursue reaching their dreams. I, I, I want to welcome you. You get tons of one-on-one time with me. So seriously, come check it out. Take action today. The world needs you to be your best, your most connected, encouraged self which you can do by ease by connecting with me in the College of Confidence. You can join today in two clicks of a button at trishblackwell.com forward slash college. It's canceled at any time. I just, I can't wait to help you really start spreading love with intentionality and purpose so you can make an impact and an income at the same time. Now, I do want to repeat one other announcement that I mentioned last week for the very first time. I am unofficially starting to launch a high-level mastermind for motivated mom bosses. I'm limiting the group to eight people, and it will be an application process only. We will be starting in late fall or early 2019, but I'm taking applications starting in September. So if you're interested in applying, email me at trish at trishblackwell.com. The, the mastermind is going to include a lot of things, individual and group coaching online as well as in person with the goal to help you double your revenue and double your free time at the same time so that you can be both a better more present mom and a better more productive entrepreneur I'm already dreaming about what kind of weekend retreats we're going to take, what this is going to look like us for us, and I cannot wait to make it happen. It's going to be lifestyle changing and business changing. So qualifications are that you must have clear business goals for your revenue. You must have clear lifestyle goals for you and your family. You must desire to double your revenue and double your free time and must be willing to prioritize this mastermind with a year-long commitment. So if that has your name all over it, make sure you let me know so that I'm going to give you first dibs on submitting an application. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to, to connect these high, these high levelers like I, I you guys it's going to be an amazing group and I'm super super excited about this I don't know we'll call it maybe the mom boss mastermind right 
And listener of the episode is Alex Stevens. And she wrote the sweetest email. She said, hey, Team Trish, I am such a huge fan. I did this last year. Um, she is part of the Quick – she's doing my Quick Confidence Boost, which is a seven-day email series, free program for me. Takes three minutes a day. You can get it at uh, trishblackwell.com forward slash quick confidence boost. Again, it's trishblackwell.com forward slash quick confidence boost. So she's talking about the quick confidence boost. She said, I'm such a huge fan. I did this last year with some of my friends and we really got a lot out of it. I'm doing it as a refresher this week because I could use the help before I get ready for school. I wanted to let you know that there's a typo in this email. Very minor, but I figured I'd want somebody to tell me. And she told me the typo. And she said, I hope you'll forgive me for being one of those people. Thanks again for all you do, Alex. Alex, I already emailed you back, but girl, I need those people to be those people. Y'all, I am a mompreneur. I'm a, I'm a solopreneur. I am I'm a heart and hustle. And so absolutely, I'm going to make typos and mistakes. And I love it when you guys can help me so that I can finesse those, fix them, and serve others better. So thank you for that. I'm so also happy that the Quick Confidence Boost was something that you did as a group with your friends. What a great idea and that you are going back to and refreshing yourself with. So um, stoked for that. And Alex, I can't wait to hopefully welcome you in the College Confidence sometimes. Take it to the next level. Guys, on that note, go out there today. Go be more of who you are. Be you. Be free. Thanks for listening. You can get more confidence resources at trishblackwell.com. If you loved the show, let me know by writing a review on iTunes and by connecting with me on the gram at trish underscore blackwell. You can take your confidence to the next level for free by downloading my detox devotional. The detox devotional is five days of five minute devotions to inspire joy, infuse you with confidence and help you own the truth that God loves you deeply. Now be more, be free, be you, and be here for next week's show. I'll see you then.